Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services, offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. If you need to buy something, sell something, or whatever you want to do on Fiverr, just go to bit.ly slash GOP Josh Fiverr today to get your gig or to put your gig on Fiverr and help support the program as well. That is bit.ly slash GOP J-O-S-H Fiverr F-I-V-E-R-R. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Americanism, not globalism, will be our credo as long as we are led by politicians who will not put America first, then we can be assured that other nations will not treat America with respect, the respect that we deserve. You're listening to the voice of the future. Fighting for America every day. This is the conservative crusader. And here's your host, GOP Josh. Hello and welcome. This is the Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today. Broadcasting from our Patreon.com slash GOP Josh Studios in Ohio. By the way, it is March 1st when this program is airing. So happy birthday, Ohio. Uh, You look pretty good for being, let me do quick math here, 220 years old. Goodness gracious. You're aging gracefully, Ohio. Wish your politicians didn't suck. But we are here, we are working, and um, yeah, very cool. So welcome to the program, um, got that out of the way. Another thing I want to get out of the way real quick is I know that every single person listens to this program, and I'm being dramatic. Um, if anyone here that listens to the program and an avid listener is on the, like, uh, I'm not going to say the name, um, it rhymes with Roger, Roger, and it's a grocery store chain. Is on their design team for their water bottles. You know, I am a big water connoisseur um, sometimes. And the bottles have changed shape. And I just want to complain really quick because they're just like, they're very circular now. They don't sit very well on a table. So if you hear something fall during the show tonight, as you just did, that's my water bottle. So just letting you all know in advance what's going to happen around here. Thanks to this Kroger decision for their water bottles. Got to stay hydrated on the air, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you for being here as always. Um, it's great to talk to you, as always, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday that we are available. Um, it's fantastic. Um, also fantastic is we have good news today. Good news. Lori Lightfoot, who is the current mayor of Chicago, she's also known as the one and only Beetlejuice. Yes, Beetlejuice. She loses her bid for re-election as Chicago mayor. Uh, she lost her bid for re-election Tuesday, sending ch- uh, challengers Paul Vallis and second-place candidate Brandon Johnson to an April 4th runoff. According to the Associated Press, 
Lori Lightfoot has led to the downfall of Chicago. It has never been as bad of a town as it is now, and it probably never will be, knock on wood, as bad of a town as it is now. I want to play this clip here. It's about a minute and a half from Breitbart, uh, from uh, Lori Lightfoot conceding. And regardless of tonight's outcome, we fought the right fights and we put this city on a better path. No doubt about it. Where are the fact checkers? Hey, PolitiFact, I have something for you. Um, this is video from Lori Lightfoot. I, I can email it to you. Um, PolitiFact, and I know you want to see this video. Uh, fact check false. Four Pinocchios. Five Pinocchios. Now, as we all know in life, in the end, you don't always win every battle. But you never regret taking on the powerful and bringing in the light. All right, Lori Lightfoot, you are the powerful. You are the darkness of the left wing. The, the, the furthest left person probably to govern into mayoral lies or uh, however you pronounce that word over um, Chicago. You are the darkness. You are the people that are being challenged, right? You, you are who we should be challenging in, in your definition, Lori Lightfoot. That was applause, applause, applause. To my friends across the country and my fellow mayors, never fear being brave and bold. I have always believed that when a door closes, another one opens, and so it will be for me and Amy and Viv. So that's her confession speech pretty much, and it goes on, but I'm not going to warrant you all to that and make you... Uh, deal with that. That is Lori Lightfoot. She is the outgoing mayor of Chicago. Thank you. We have some listeners in Illinois. I know that for a fact. Um, thank you, Illinois listeners, for getting her out of there, putting her back where she belongs. You know, she lost because she's black and gay, right? I mean, she was black and gay when she won. She's a woman. Um, she 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 was black and gay when she won the first time, right? But she lost because she's black and gay. That's that's the difference here. It's not because she's black and gay that she won, but because she lost, it's because she's black and gay. Uh, they're they're discriminating against her. The person who won was first place in the primary is an old white man, Paul Vallis. I don't know if he's straight. I don't know what his orientation is. I could care less what his orientation is, but he beat Lori Lightfoot because Lori Lightfoot is a terrible mayor. She has been the worst mayor that town has ever seen. I'm pretty sure one of the first to ever actually lose re-election without running or while running. So Paul has a plan for Chicago. Uh, Paul might win, probably. Um, I don't know how Brandon Johnson stands. Let's go Brandon, of course. Um, but Lori Lightfoot is out, and that shows the bigger overarching theme for 2024. And I don't like using off-year low-turnout elections to dictate policy and, and positions in the Republican Party. But it is a turning point when New York in 2022 votes like eight points to the right of 2020. Yeah, of 2020. It is a turning point when Chicago votes out a mayor. She gets third place in the primary. When she has been weak on crime. Local level Republicans on the mayoral stage, even some in school boards, because the school system has a lot to do with the crime we see today. Just taking a backseat role, worrying more about pronouns than they are student safety. Um, Going to deep into this. If you really want to go deep into the school system, we can here. Um, but if you if you look at what goes on in school today, 
we have the children, the, the kids, the people in the, in the system, and I'm in the system. I'm 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 a student. I'm I'm not dropped out. I'm a student. Um, they go in and they go in groups and they go to the bathroom and they use vape pens or weed pens or whatever else they might use. And this has been going on forever, but it leads further past that. When we take the essential established positions of American society, we have always been a Christian nation. We have always been a non-secular nation. When we take those, uh, th- those foundations and pull them out of school, that's when the problems start and that's when crime spikes. A lot of the crime we see, the Kia boys in Columbus, those problems we see with the lower-aged people, are mainly because we don't have a foundation of Christ in our schools. So the big thing we need to do, local level, school board candidates, mayoral candidates, city council candidates, even some smaller statewide candidates, should run on pro-God and pro-putting God back in our schools. I want to play this clip here from the one and only Mayor Adams, I believe his name is, of New York City. Um, let's play cut. We are bringing our best fight in the ring. We would not have homeless in this city. We would not have a crisis of domestic violence. We would not have children because when we took prayers out of schools, guns came into schools. Rare Eric Adams W. I mean, honestly, he's correct. And Republicans need to realize when you have people like Lori Lightfoot almost or absolutely losing their election, when you have Kathy Hochul almost losing to Lee Zeldin, who is not a moderate Republican by any means, he voted to not certify 2020. He's not a moderate Republican. Because he ran on crime, because he ran on making sure our schools are safe and our communities are safe, he almost won. Trump needs to go out there and put in his policy plan. I, I've praised it on this web, on this, on this show before, DonaldTrump.com. He needs to make sure public safety is a big thing, and it is. Hire and retrain police officers, put violent offenders and career criminals behind bars, and surge federal prosecutors and National Guard into high-crime communities. That's what we run on. That's how even Democrats in primaries against incumbent Democrats win. And that's what we do. And that's what Republicans need to do if we want to win. And Lori Lightfoot is a great awakening moment for the Republican Party to say, hey, listen, crime is an issue. People are tired of being unsafe. They are tired of being scared. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Fiverr is the world's largest marketplace for digital services and offers both buyers and sellers a digitally streamlined transactional platform. Voiceover, translation, logo design, articles and blog posts, proofreading, graphic design, and digital marketing are just a few of the services offered on Fiverr. Go to bit.ly slash gopjosh, F-I-V-E-R-R, to get a Fiverr gig for your business or hobby today. That is bit.ly slash gopjosh, Fiverr, today. Blackout Coffee is a patriotic and tasty coffee company that offers hot coffee, hot chocolate mug shirts, and more. Get some great coffee at blackoutcoffee.com today and use code TSMS. Support the Red Feature Radio Network and get 10% off your order. 
That is code TSMS at blackoutcoffee.com. And our last ad today, Patreon is a growing platform for exclusive content and interaction with the creators you love. Go to patreon.com slash gopjosh, and for as little as $3, you can unlock exclusive interactions and content with me while also supporting the program. Patreon.com slash gopjosh today. Eventually, we'll get that under one minute for you guys. Um, But thank you for being here, as always. I want to go deeper into what Eric Adams says later in the program um, in that clip we played, because he had a great speech there, I think. It It was a genuinely good bipartisan speech from someone on the left. So welcome to the program. GOP Josh here for you today on the Red Future Radio Network on the Conservative Crusader Radio Program. Make sure you go to GOPJosh.com, by the way, if you're not already checking that out regularly. Uh, GOPJosh.com is our website. It is fantastic. Uh, RedFutureRadio.com is our network website. It's also fantastic. Um, Vivek Ramaswamy, who I've heard speak, is going to run for president, or he is running for president. Um... He is not very well-known nationally on a major scale outside of hardcore primary voters, which is who he needs to win in order to win the primary. Um, I don't know how successful he'll be. Uh, people on the left are calling him the left, the right's Andrew Yang. People on the right are realizing he has a lot more power, and he is rising fast. And so I want to talk about him, introduce him to you, Hopefully, very soon we're going to get him on the program. We're working on that. He said on Twitter he'll do it. So we have to get that commitment and get him on the program. We'll talk to him and we'll, we'll, we'll take your questions. Um, as always, I will send out a question publicized saying, hey, uh, Vivek Ramaswani is coming to the program. Send in your questions. He is 37 years old. He is a young man. He's just old enough to run. He calls wokeism a national threat. He announced Tuesday he might. he is seeking the Republican nomination for uh, president. This was last week. Maybe you disagree with each other on whether corporate tax rates should be high or low, whether ivermectin treats COVID, and that's fine, but those are details. We still agree on the most basic rules of the road. Um, um, so he made a launch video. I'm going to play the video here. I played Trump's video. I played uh, Nikki Haley's video. And I'm going to give that same respect to anyone who runs for president and wants to come on the program and wants to to introduce here. So he, he, he didn't ask, ask me to play this. It's about three minutes, but I want to play it. Um, I have some respect for him because he's running for president and, and he's an Ohioan, which I love, of course. Um, we need another Ohioan president. I want to get into my thoughts on his video and his policy uh, after the fact. I, I've, I've had the chance to just say a couple words to him before, um, not a conversation. Um, and his hear him speak in person, and he is very well-spoken. I want to I play the clip. We're in the middle of a national identity crisis. Faith patriotism and hard work have disappeared only to be replaced by new secular religions like covidism climatism and gender ideology fact check true we hunger to be part of something bigger than ourselves yet we cannot even answer the question of what it means to be an american today the woke left preys on that vacuum they tell you that your race your gender and your sexual orientation govern who you are what you can achieve and what you're allowed to think. This is psychological slavery, and that has created a new culture of fear in our country that has completely replaced our culture of free speech in America. And that is why today I am announcing my run for President of the United States. This isn't just a political campaign. This is a cultural movement to create a new American dream for the next generation. To me, the American dream means you believe in merit. 
that you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. It means you believe the people who we elect to run the government are the ones who actually run the government, not a federal bureaucracy that grows like a national cancer that is now metastasizing to the private sector. It means that the best ideas win instead of getting censored. It means you don't have to choose between speaking your mind freely and putting food on the dinner table. It means you believe these ideals form the backbone of the greatest nation on earth that the rest of the world still looks up to as its example, not the Soviet Union in the last century and not communist China in this one either. That is the new American dream. Ask yourself if you believe in these ideas. I'm going to leave that there. It's about another minute long, but I'm going to kind of interrupt it. It sounds fantastic. I'm going to say that right away. Um, he is very well spoken. I've thought that since the first time I've had the honor of hearing him speak. I've heard him on TV since then. Um... I really wish, and I'm going to be op open with this, and if I get a chance to speak with him, I want to say this. I wish he would have ran against Sherrod Brown for Senate. He's from Ohio. He's an Ohioan. He's young. He's got a career ahead of him. I really, really wish he would not make me choose uh, um, against Matt Dolan and, and Frank LaRose, and he would have hopped in that race. He would have been fantastic to run for Senate. Um, I have not endorsed in 2024. Um, I don't believe so, at least. I mean, I, I've been open that I support Trump. Um, I have not endorsed. I don't, I don't endorse candidates. I, don't, I think that's a little overstepping of my boundaries here. Um, I know y'all respect me in my opinion, but I'm not going to endorse. Um, but I think we'll see where it goes. I don't know if he's going to raise to the fact that he's going to win. I don't know if he's going to go to the fact that he's going to beat Trump and Nikki Haley, and uh, DeSantis, and anyone else who hops into that race. We'll talk about him in a minute, DeSantis. Um, but I'd like to see where this goes. It's going to make the primary really interesting. Um, Nikki Haley's already fell off the face of the earth. I'm very excited to see where this goes with Vivek Ramaswamy. We're going to keep in touch with his campaign, try to get him on the program here soon, and I'd like to see where this goes. I'd, I, I would have loved to see him against Sherrod Brown, he was probably the best candidate against Sherrod Brown, let's be honest. Um, but we'll see where this goes as of now. Um, as of now, I'm kind of not 100% on his side, but we'll see here um, as we move forward. I'm undecided. I'm a Trump supporter. I, I'm diehard Trump. But maybe, I, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm not going to close my mind. I'm not close-minded um, in that regard. Freedom lives in Florida. And freedom is worth fighting for are two things that Ron DeSantis says a lot of. I'm going to play a clip here. It is a minute, 50 seconds long. I might play the whole thing, might not. I'm going to interject here and there. This is Ron DeSantis' uh, new ad that he just published. When the world lost its mind, when common sense suddenly became an uncommon virtue, Florida was a refuge of sanity, a citadel of freedom for our fellow Americans and even for people around the world. Ron DeSantis has decided to put his people first. Ron DeSantis taking a lot of heat over it, but he's not backing down. 
Florida's success has been made more difficult by the floundering federal establishment in Washington, D.C. An inflationary spending binge that has left our nation weaker and our citizens poorer. It has enacted pandemic restrictions and mandates. It has recklessly facilitated open borders. It has imposed an energy policy that has crippled our nation's domestic production. This has caused many to be pessimistic about the country's future. Some even say that failure is inevitable. Florida is proof positive that we the people are not destined for failure. DeSantis wins. He has made a promise and he's making good on the promise. Florida is leading the nation. We are the nation's fastest growing state. We rank number one in education freedom. We are number one in economic freedom. Florida also ranks number one in public higher education. This is a record we can all be proud of. That's why the left hates Governor DeSantis because he's a winner. That's what the guy does, he wins. Decline is a choice. Success is attainable. And freedom is worth fighting for. Freedom is worth fighting for, says Ron DeSantis. Um, the Florida Blueprint he's publishing. He has wrote a book. His book came out today. It's already rated two stars on Amazon. Um, He is running, okay? I don't see him winning. I don't see anyone but Trump winning at this point in time. On uh, March 1st, 2023, Trump is going to win the nomination as of right this second. Ron DeSantis hops in. He loses like five points popularity. Um, But he's going to run. Very inevitably clear. If, if I told you that I came out in August of 2022, maybe it wouldn't be so blatantly obvious but that ad came out two days ago that ad came out monday and so if you think that he's not going to run you are naive if you think he's going to win you are even more naive back after this on the red to radio network gopjosh.com you're listening to the conservative crusader hey everyone it's gop josh we can only keep the Conservative Crusader podcast or, or program that you're listening to right now on the air with your support. We have recently launched a Patreon program where you can support us here at Red Feature Radio for as little as $3 a month. You can find that at patreon.com slash gopjosh. You can also support the program at anchor.fm slash theconservativecrusader for as much or as little as you'd like to give. This program will remain free and financial support is not required or expected, but anything to keep us on the air helps. Thank you, folks. And now, back to the Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. GOPJosh.com is our webpage. You can go to now, right this second. You can play this in the background. jubijosh.com. Go there, check out our content. Also, the help of our social media pages, our Red Future Radio uh, hot key, hot link goes there uh, somewhere on the on the page. I'm not in charge of the site. Um, welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader Red Future Radio Network. Um, CPAC is coming up soon. CPAC. I'm not going. I'm going to watch from home. I'd like to go sometime. Tickets are outrageous, and I just don't want to really go to the swamp. 
as of now. I'd like to uh, one day, but not today and not this week. Trump is going to go, believe he's going to be the keynote. Mike Pence is going to be there, or not going to be there, I'm sorry. Um, no one is attending uh, from Mike Pence. Mitch McConnell, RNC chair, uh, Ronna McDaniel aren't going to be there. Ron DeSantis is not going to be there. Michael Lindell is going to be there. Carrie Lake's going to be there. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Ted Cruz are all going to be there. Um, you know why DeSantis isn't going to be there? McCarthy's not going to be there. Uh, Ronna McDaniel's not going to be there. Is because they know the people who are going to CPAC are not the people that are going to back Ron DeSantis or Kevin McCarthy or Ron McDaniel. The people that are going to CPAC are hardcore Trump conservatives. Now, maybe in 2012, maybe the person and the people going to CPAC would be more moderate, neocon, pro-war Republicans. But you're going to go to CPAC and you're not going to see Ukraine pins you're going to go to CPAC and you're not going to see a bunch of pro-Iraq war, pro-Ukraine war, pro-Afghanistan war Republicans. You're going to see Republicans that are pro-Trump, pro-populism, and America first. Ron DeSantis, Carrie, or not Carrie Lake, <laughs> Ronna McDaniel, Kevin McCarthy, McConnell, the, 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 the Republican leader in the uh, Senate, Kevin, or not Kevin, I'm sorry, Mitch McConnell. None, none of them represent Republican values, modern-day Republican values. They can say they represent the values of 10 years ago. That's fine. But 10 years ago is not today. And our party is not going to take the same old, same old by those leaders. So they're not going to go to CPAC. They're not going to make an appearance as expected. In the 2022 straw poll, where they always have the primary candidates uh, on a list, um, Trump dominated DeSantis by 13 points. Or 31 points, I'm sorry. Um, dyslexia moment. Um, so, so, yeah, there's not going to be a... President Ron DeSantis, and he's not even going to go to CPAC. He's not going to show his face, right? If you're a conservative leader in America, you're going to run for president, you should show your face at CPAC. That's just stupid policies not to, and stupid politics not to. Um, so I digress. Um, Mike Gallagher is the select committee chair on China. Uh, Congressman Mike Gallagher, not radio host Mike Gallagher. Um... We must act with a sense of urgency. I believe our policy over the next 10 years will set the stage for the next 100. We cannot allow the CCP's tech power dystopia to prevail, Gallagher said as a part of his opening statement to the committee. The chairman noted that even though Congress is divided with the Republican House and Democrat Senate, quote, we cannot afford to waste the next two years lingering in the legislative limbo or pandering to the press. Gallagher explained that we must learn from our mistakes and the China Select Committee will not allow the CCP to lull us into complacency or maneuver us into submission. Thank you, uh, Breitbart. Um, this is an, a very important committee. And Mike Gallagher, I think, is fit for it. He, he's more of a, a neocon on, on foreign policy. He's kind of a hawk. So he's kind of fit for this position. Um, but he is in that position. He is the chairman. He is a constant guest on Hugh. Hugh, I think, every morning he goes on Hugh. Um, so I enjoy listening to him there. I believe the work, and I, I agree with him. The work that they do today, the work they do the next five years, ten years, will determine the state of this country a hundred years from now when your grandkids are graduating and your great-grandkids are being born. The policies set forth by Mike Gallagher and by those on the Select Committee on China will be still in effect and still influential. 
this is going to be an important committee to follow. They are more worried about January 6th than they are China. They are more worried about this and that than they are China. China is the number one national security threat. We should not get in a nuclear war with them, but we should tariff them and we should we should fight them in the trade war. We should put on tariffs and we should make sure they can't just freely trade into our country and, and take all of our jobs and all of our people and all of our product. And I like the way, and I'm not a big tr- uh, Mike DeWine supporter, as many of you know. By the way, Ohio time a minute. OhioLife.org is going to be incredibly important, not sponsored. Check out that website today. You'll understand why, OhioLife.org. Um, I'm not a Mike DeWine fan. I'm not a Joe Biden fan. But the work that they did together and the Congress did and Mike Carey did and I believe Jim Jordan was part of that discussion too for Intel was incredibly important for this fight. Um, and I don't like praising them for Intel. Oh, Intel, 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 Intel. Um, but what the federal government did and what they did with the state government to bring Intel to Ohio is going to be incredibly important. I don't like the way they did tax cuts and did and, and robbed the middle class of Ohio to bring them here. But the actual consequence of them being here is overall going to be a net positive, I believe. Um, especially just on that major ground level trade war aspect. So, um, select committee on China. We have to follow that closely. Mike Gallagher has to do a good job in that committee. That's probably going to be the most important assignment he ever has in his life. He must do good in that committee or else we lose. Follow it. Mike Gallagher's office needs to be your number one call if he does something wrong. On that committee, make sure they know and the select committee on China knows how you feel on what they do. Follow it. Make sure they do their job and call them out if they don't. Because protecting our national sovereignty from China is important and we have to make sure it is protected. Um, Gallagher.house.gov gives you all of his phone numbers. I'm going to give you one. Really quick for Mike Gallagher, just so you can save it in case he does something wrong. Uh, 202-225-5665. 202-225-5665. Um, in case he does something wrong, you don't like, call that number. It's his Washington, D.C. office. Um, Patreon phone line for us is 57-GOP-JOSH-7, 574-675-6747. If you're not a fan of him and you want to talk about it on here, uh, go right ahead, call in to our voicemail line. Brought to you by Patreon.com. All right, um, kind of finished up that stuff quicker than I expected, but I mean, really, you got to follow these things, and we can't just let them go unchallenged. Even if they are conservative, even if they're doing the right thing, make sure they they go further. Doing the right thing about 60% of the time is what Republicans are best at. Make sure they go forward and do it 80% of the time, 90% of the time, 95% of the time. I don't expect anyone to have a 100% accuracy rate and perfect rate. But make sure they follow it and do their job and do their job right. And make sure they do it down to the wire and down to the minute. And make sure they do everything they can do to stop a nuclear war with China or Russia or Ukraine. The fact that we're even getting in the middle of this Ukraine battle in the first place, I can go on about for hours. But really just make sure and hop in there, call your representative very easy to find their information. If you don't know who your representative is, and I want to I want to spend time on this, go to house.gov. Enter your zip code in the top right corner. If you're on the desktop, I don't know how it looks like on, on phone. I can't access my phone right now. Type in your zip code. Um, I don't know a random zip code that I can type in. 
to, to show you. Uh, 43004. Uh, let's, let's just do that here uh, on the website. 43004. It's a Columbus zip code. Takes you right to Joyce Beatty's website and right to where the, the district that you're in is. You can click on her name, go to her website, and hey, look, Joyce Beatty's number pops right up there. You can call her office, 202-225-4324. It's that easy. Say you want to talk to Mike Carey and you're in Troy, Ohio, or something like that, and go to 45373, uh, put it in there, boom, Mike Carey pops up, or Warren Davidson, because they're both possible. You can then enter your address further and make sure you go to the right representative's page. It'll put put that in there. It'll take you to your representative's page, and then you can go, scroll down, find their information there. It is that easy. You have to be active in your government if you want their government to do what they you want them to do. So make sure you're active. Make sure you stay involved with your government. Follow what they do and hold them accountable. GOP Josh back after this on the Red Feature Radio Network. Brought to you by Patreon.com slash GOP Josh. You're listening to The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is The Conservative Crusader on the Red Future Radio Network. Glad to be with you all today, as always. Once again, our fourth segment, traditionally the Ohio segment, but Ohio has been pretty inactive lately. We can talk about who is going to the House of Representatives if you'd like to in Ohio. (laughs) Um, They're appointing someone in the Ohio House. We, We know the big Palestine train crash. He's Palestine. Still praying for them, by the way. Um... So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. They are appointing someone, and uh, they were going to. Um, Jason Stevens, who is the appointee by the Democrats to be Speaker of the House. I want to remind you all of something. Larry Householder, if I can think of his name, Larry Householder, was appointed by Democrats to be Speaker of the House with very few Republican votes. The same thing happened this time. Now we have them point, appointing a lobbyist for Norfolk Southern to be the open seat in the Ohio House of Representatives. Norfolk Southern is the one that just crashed that train in East Palestine. Didn't take up their advantages in East Palestine and didn't make sure their tra- their train was all right. They were going to, I should say. They, st- they, they hit the brakes. Justin Pizzoli of Franklin Furnace in Scioto County was recommended over seven, seven other applicants by Ohio, Ohio House GOP uh, Screening Committee to be over District 90. Um, I believe District 90 was uh, Brian Baldridge, who stepped down after Mike DeWine appointed him the director of the Department of Agriculture. They were going to appoint a lobbyist for Norf- Norfolk Southern, or conductor, I'm sorry, someone who worked for him. Took his LinkedIn page down, by the way. Um, yeah, so they were going to... <laughs> that You know how bad of a look that is? I don't care if he had nothing to do with this train... I don't care if he had nothing to do with Norfolk Southern anymore. That's a bad look, Jason Stevens, who's not even the leader of the Republican caucus. That's a bad look. I I am extremely ashamed to be anywhere invited with the Republican Party in Ohio after this exact thing. And there's a lot of things that made me mad with the party. But you're telling me they think it's okay to even consider 
someone who worked for the company that crashed the train in East Palestine. That's how low of a priority they are to you and you are to them. So they were going to appoint a literal Norfolk Southern employee to the cha- uh, to the chamber right after this massive, ma- massive train crash. Or, 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 you, you have to be kidding me. Jason Stevens, you should be ashamed of yourself. Ohio House Republicans that let this happen, you should be ashamed of yourself. The Blue 22 should be ashamed of themselves. I, I, I'm really ashamed to be considered an Ohio Republican. Tom Patton, Sarah Carithers, uh, Ben, Brett Hillier, Al Contrella, Cindy Abrams, Gene Schmidt, Mike Loichik, Kevin Miller, Gail Pavilia, Jeff Larray, Araz Ganabari, Mandela Blazel, John Cross, Tracy Richardson, J, uh, DJ Swearington, Bob Peterson, Jason Stevens, Don Joan, Bill J- uh, Seitz, Jay Edwards, Scott Oleschlager, and Bob Young. You should be ashamed of yourselves. You really should. That's our Ohio news for today. I, I, I'm furious. So I have to move to something good where I'm actually going to agree with the left. New York City Mayor Eric Adams said Tuesday morning, yesterday morning, that when the U.S. took prayer out of schools, gun replaced them. During the interfaith breakfast in Manhattan, the annual, the mayor was discussing the role that religious people play in reducing societal problems. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body, church of the heart. Church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I walk, when I talk, I'm sorry, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in a godlike approach to them. That's who I am. Is this is this playable? Is this gonna give me audio here? Fox News. Next generation. Just we are destroying our next generation. Destroying them. And we say over and over again. We need to build a world that's better for our children. No, we need to build children that's better for our world. And we have to be honest about that. And it means instilling in them some level of faith and belief. Ingrid was so right. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body, church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. That's who I am. And I was that when I was that third grader, and I'm going to be that when I leave government. I am still a child of God and will always be a child of God, and I won't apologize about being a child of God. It is not going to happen. That is fantastic. We need to stand up for that. That is, a, that is, the, that is what has happened. We need to be that every day. And watching Pastor Rodriguez, you can just watch her and say and see God. And we need to ask ourselves, do people see God in us? That is the clip. 
And I never thought I'd be spending time on this radio program saying I disagree with the Ohio Republican Party before turning around and saying I agree with the New York Democrat, the most uh, the, the mayor of the most liberal city. And I, my water bottle falls. Thank you. Thank you, Kroger. Um, or Roger. The most liberal city in America, the, the mayor. I never thought I'd say I agree with him and not the Ohio Republican Party. But when you have a elected official in any party openly f- fulfilling their faith through their job and through the, the, the position they've been put in. God help him. I mean, he is... He, he's not good on policy. And he's not good on any issue, and he's not going to be someone I'd ever vote for. But when that's the left, and that's a major figure on the left, he may not be popular with the left, but he's still a major figure on the left... Why are we getting getting destroyed? Why are we getting destroyed in elections? Because they are open about their faith and they are open about the beliefs they hold. And he gets people on both sides to come and they're like, hey, yeah, I agree with you. Using God for politics isn't the right thing to do, but I mean, and that's not what he's doing. I, I don't think he's a liar. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I, I really think it's disgusting when our Republican Party loses so poor, poorly. And the left is that praiseable in that aspect. That's a major look back upon ourselves with what are we doing as a party. But until next time, my friends, till Friday, my friends, this Friday the 3rd, my name is GOP Josh. This has been, did you know, this has been the Conservative Crusader here on the Red Future Radio Network. Red Future Radio Network. Happy birthday, Ohio. If I press the right button, I, I, uh, this, this board is making me mad. <laughs> My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. GOPJosh.com. And stay tuned. You're listening to the Conservative Crusader. 